If you are a person who likes to make plans, you may be a very goal-oriented person, point A to point B. But to reach your farthest goal, you know that you're going to have to deal with unexpected twists and turns. That straight line that you hoped for starts looking like a maze. That is the importance of having goals. In the church like Christ, we place ourselves on God's maze board. He sees the result, but we have a hard time looking beyond the next turn. So we learn to trust in God. We learn to work the goal God has for us. Paul went to Philippi because he was sent there by God. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him and saying, Come over to Macedonia to help us. Acts chapter 16, verse 9. But while he was there, did he know all the twists and turns that were about to happen to him that was going to take place? No, absolutely not. But he continued to trust God. The lesson is entitled, The Church Like Christ. Philippi. The three points are completed, corrupted, and convicted. The first point is completed. As Paul's custom of outreach, he first went to places where the Jews worshipped. Typically, this was in a local synagogue, but evidently the Jews were not large in numbers there, so he could not find a synagogue in Philippi. So he went to where Jews worshipped if they did not have a synagogue, and that was by the river. And on the Sabbath day, we went out to the gate, outside the gate to the riverside, where we supposed that there was a place of prayer. And we sat down and spoke to the women who had come together, Acts chapter 16, verse 13. Right away, when he found this congregation of women, he preached the gospel message. Let me tell you about the Messiah and of sacrifice of sins. Let me tell you about salvation and the purpose of baptism into Christ. Lydia was there and one of the ladies. She was a seller of purple products, which is a high-end product at the time. Acts chapter 16, verse 14. She is classified as a worshiper of God, which can mean a Gentile convert to Judaism. And she was listening <clears throat> to Paul, a willing listener. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul. And after she was baptized and her household as well, she urged us saying, if you have judged me faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. Acts 16, 14 through 15. We do not know about Lydia's complete life, but I imagine she was good and faithful toward God. She was seeking how to please God. What we do know is she was a businesswoman. She was religious. She was honest towards the truth of Christ. She wanted to reach her true goal, following God and going to heaven. All the maze of her life was leading her to Christ. 
And now she was complete in her walk with God. And she became part of the church like Christ. The second point is corrupted. Philippi is a Roman colony. Roman rules, Roman laws, Roman religions, and Roman ethics. And it is a religion that did, region that did not seem to have a large Jewish settlement. After Paul's vision, scripture says, so setting sail from Troas, we made a direct voyage to Samothrace and the following day to Neapolis and from there to Philippi, which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. Acts chapter 16, 11 through 12. Almost right away, Paul and those with him had great success in bringing the message of Christ. I like those days. And the Lord's church had now been established in that area. However, Paul's attempt to reach more people for Christ, it sadly interrupted. Who knew? Who knew a demon-possessed woman would disturb Paul's mission? And as we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and us, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this kept going on for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, <laughs> turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. Acts 16, 16 through 18. I guess when in Rome does not mean doing everything the Romans do. Who knew, and I say this facetiously, who knew that demons wanted to be evangelists? To me, it's like a practicing addict saying, sobriety works. The message does not match the messenger. Jesus ran across something similar as well when he healed a man with an unclean spirit, and he was not accepting of that evil spirit's declaration either. Ha! What do you have to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. Luke chapter 4, 34 through 35. So Paul and others had another twist and turn in their mission at 16, 19 through 24. Because they got rid of that spirit, people were upset. They lost their income possibilities. So, guess what? Paul and Silas were seized. They were stripped. They were beaten with rods and thrown into prison. The inner prison, nonetheless, where their feet were put into shackles. What did Paul know? Paul knew that God led him to this place to proclaim the message of Christ. Was it easy? Well, those unbelievers, as we learned, did not make it easy. Philippi was a place that was corrupted. Group hatred 
along with beatings in prison, was no fun. But Paul kept to the goal. Paul kept to the goal. You may conclude that those difficulties were part of God's overall plan. It doesn't sound like a fun plan, does it? You may conclude that. Have you ever been challenged by God's purpose? Wondering, how is God going to use this situation for the better? The third point in the church like Christ Philippi is convicted. There are a variety of ideas concerning the word freedom. For these Romans, it had to deal with anything that was good for them. Paul's teaching, not a good thing. Paul's disruption of the economy, nope, we're not going to have it. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, these men are Jews and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. Acts 16, 20 through 21. Freedom is vastly different for people in the church like Christ. As Paul and Silas found themselves in prison, they were actually freer than those who put them there. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them, Acts 16, 25. This needs to be the mindset of all Christians all the time. Are you sick? Well, in Christ, you are healthier than anyone who is not saved. Are you poor? Well, in Christ, you are richer than anyone who is not saved. Are you in prison? Well, in Christ, you are freer than anyone who is not saved. So we use this mindset to motivate ourselves to reach out to those who are not saved. The jailer was given a task by the magistrates. Keep watch over the prisoners and put them in prison. It was his job to make sure the prisoners did not get away. You might call his job his prison. Not only was his livelihood based on his performance, so was his life. When the jailer woke and saw the prison doors were open after the great earthquake, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. Acts 16, 27. But Paul in the church like Christ seeks others to want real freedom. But Paul cried out with a loud voice, Do not harm yourselves, for we are all here. Acts 16, 28. Could you do that for someone who was part of your persecution? Remember, Paul and others were first and foremost sent on a mission. It may look like a maze with twists and turns in their life, but from God's point of view, 
it's actually or exactly the way it needs to go. Think about that jailer. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Acts 16, 29 through 30. What is he asking for? How can I be free? He was convicted. When you help in someone's salvation, is it always the easier experience like with Lydia? I don't think so. Sometimes it is a difficult path to reach certain people like the jailer. They went to prison and they reached the jailer. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. And he was baptized at once, he and all his family. Then he brought them into his house and set food before them. And he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. Acts 16, 32 through 34. The church like Christ, Philippi. As we conclude, remember the three points. The first one was completed. Paul and his companions went to Philippi. And there they found a worshiper of God. One who, through the message of Christ, was saved with her household. The second point, corrupted. When bad things happen, it is hard to understand the blessings that will come. Yet Paul and Silas did not give up. Even though many opposed them, they continued to pray and sing hymns to God in prison. The third point, convicted. Now Paul and Silas can look back and go, could we have reached the jailer if God did not find it necessary to have us thrown into prison? Praise God! For what looked like a twist and turn in the road was going according to God's goal. To seek and to save the lost. Luke chapter 19, verse 